Welcome to the Small Business Edge Podcast with Brian Moran, sponsored by Pitney Bowes. Now, here's your host, Brian Moran. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Small Business Edge Podcast. This week, we continue our boot camp series of podcasts for women and minority business owners. All of the content this week, blog posts, today's podcast, our small business spotlight, and the live Q&A on Friday will focus on retail and e-commerce and is sponsored by Pitney Bowes SendPro Online. And I got to imagine the people at SendPro right now are pretty busy with all of the business owners using their online postage and shipping to deliver packages to their customers. So kudos to them and thanks for putting out a great product. Uh, our guest today is John Lawson. Uh, a, well, he's the CEO of Colder Ice Media. He's an Amazon best-selling author, and he was crowned savviest in social media by Startup Nation. Uh, he's also a wealth of knowledge on all things retail and online marketing strategy, which is why he's our guest today to talk about what's happening in retail and e-commerce in 2020. So with that, I want to welcome to the Small Business Edge podcast, John Lawson. What's up, Brian? Hello, John. So how, how are you doing? I'm doing super fantastic, man. Recovering from my turkey-itis, but I'm good. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you fall into that food coma, you know, about three hours after. And then, of course, you got to get up for the midnight snack, right? The turkey oh, sandwich. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's like the fourth meal by then. Abs- abs- 100%. It's one of my favorite meals of the year, that midnight sandwich on Thanksgiving. Me too, man. And I'm still having them. <laughs> there it is, what, Monday. So I, you know, I was like, I'm still going. Good, good. Well, it's been a it's been kind of a a wacky year, to say the least, right? For for business owners of small and mid-sized companies. What are you seeing? Like I, I mean, so we're now, so just for 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 um reference purposes. Black Friday has passed. Small Business Saturday has passed. Today's Cyber Monday. So it's really the, the kind of the kickoff to the holiday shopping season. What, uh, what was it? Was it a nice Thanksgiving weekend for small business owners? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely. I mean, well, okay. Uh, uh, there's some give and some take. Okay. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, Black Friday traffic at US retail stores were down like half, mm-hmm. more than half about 52% they're saying right about now, right? Mm -hmm. But then on the other side, online sales kind of surged. So they're looking at a 23, 24%, you know, $9 billion spend day on Black Friday. So there's some give and some take. Um, And and then the thing is, is they, when, you know, when they say online retail surges 22%, it's not like all online retailers actually served. You have to put in a lot of the brick and mortar retailers that are seeing crazy good numbers of like 30% year over year on their online stores too. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. So it's not isolated to just online retailers that are seeing this large surge. So it's it's a mixed bag of tricks. Sure, sure. And you would think, you would hope that the small business retailers had enough knowledge and enough like uh, foresight. I, I mean, we've been dealing with COVID since March and, right. and you and, and me and a lot of other 
small business influencers and experts and people who get on radio and whatnot, we've been telling them since March, you've got to move your business online. If you don't, you're, you're, you're dead in the water, right? So do you think they got the message? Um, I think they got, yes, I think they, I don't know if they took it as seriously as they possibly could have. Though. And I think that possibly right at the time when I saw a lot of, you know, uh, brick and mortar saying, okay, we need to do something. All of a sudden the, it felt like the virus was lifting and we started seeing some sunlight and, you know, August came around and maybe things are going to work out and, oh, the schools are going to open. You know, there was a whole lot of that. And mm -hmm. I think people put some of that off when they could have gone full steam. I, I think they backed off a little bit. And I'm not saying everybody, but some of them. So, yes, I do think uh, a small business took it seriously enough to get their presence together and yeah. make that an option for uh, their customer. I, so, yeah. 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 I, I definitely think too, we, we, we had a fallout, you know, over the summer, you know, those, those businesses that were on, you know, the, the, you know, standing at the abyss and they just right. fell into it. Right. So right. we we've already seen, and I'll guesstimate at it being at least a million small businesses that went out at least right since the pandemic started. Mm. Um, and now we're, we're getting the, the ones that received, you know, PPP and received the EIDL loans. Some of the bigger ones may have received a main street loan for their businesses. So they got some help. Um, okay. So here we are, it's, it's, we're entering the final month of the year. What, what do you think small businesses, small business retailers can expect in December? <laughs> okay. Get out that get out that magic eight ball. Yeah, right. You know, everybody has to make some kind of predictions. When we're on these kind of shows, you know, if you're an industry thought leader or whatever, they want you to make predictions. Sure. So I'm gonna predict <laughs> that it will be unpredictable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. But no, uh, you know, here's what here's some indicators. Mm -hmm. Just over the weekends leading up, right? Jewelry and footwear, footwear sales seem to have some of the biggest declines, all right? Um, it's looking like apparel also is down maybe like 40 50%. But if you think about it, it's only because we have to buy clothes for the upper half of our body for Zoom. Sure, right? so, sure, sure. You know what I'm saying? And so we're seeing that happen. And then a lot of people don't like to purchase things online to wear. They kind of still have that tactile thing going on. So I think you're going to see people still uh, have some either even sales this year or even a slight increase of maybe one or two percent, mm -hmm. believe it or not. And part of that is because, like you said, a lot of the businesses that were on the teetering edge did go over. So the competition is a little bit less if you are a brick and mortar or a brick and click. So, you know, I think that is one issue. The other issue, though, that I don't know if people are really contemplating is, is uh, this surge that we're having right now. And they keep saying, oh, there's going to be an even greater surge. But nobody knows, right, for Christmas. Right. 
because of Thanksgiving activity. Mm -hmm. If there is, then I know for me, there's a lot of little rugrats I don't have to shop for because I won't see them this year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People aren't going to be traveling as much. So a lot of that used to buy gifts for people at the office. You know, a lot of the smaller gift giving is going to see a decrease. So you might feel, or we're going to feel some of that. And the other thing, I think Amazon sucked a lot of the air out of the room by doing Prime in October. I think a lot of Christmas shopping was actually done then as well. Right. Right. Normally that would, they would hold that in July yeah. and they pushed it back and, and then they did, um, they did something right after, and I'm going to blank on the name of it, but, um, yeah, Prime Day. well, it was prime day and then they did something else. Oh, but and then they just started doing freaking, you know, black Friday sales. Yeah. In October. Yeah. And then a lot of other major retailers followed suit Had to. And, you, and you saw that you, yep. so you, you saw that, kind of that little bit of a surge uh, in, in October spending. I still think that the October spending was low compared to September and earlier months. And uh, I, I can't imagine how much uh, lower it would have been if they didn't have um, Prime Day and, and the other competitors stepped in with their early holiday shopping. Discount. So we might see that in December, catch up. Right, right. That's That's a great point. So, you know, you, you mentioned that uh, online had um, had outpaced in-store shopping. So do you think that that obviously will, and you talked about like the possibility of a surge, you think that will continue, online will continue to outpace in-store shopping in December? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, it's, it's kind of, I don't know, it might be just me, but I'm not looking to go into a crowded store. Right. You know, even if they were having a great sale, I don't know if I really want to go there. Yeah. You know, uh, if it's too crowded. So I just and then, you know, you've got to space people out. You've got uh, it's just there, there's logistically you can't turn as much inventory in brick and mortar in December as you could a year ago. It's just mm-hmm. logistically not possible. Yeah. And, and, you know, one other thing that we saw with uh, Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, a lot of stores took their uh, most popular items and made them available only online as mm-hmm. opposed to only in store. They said you can only get this discount or you can only get this item if you go to our website. To detract from people coming into their brick and mortar. Right, right. Well, they're they're saying, you know, the, if online's the place to be, then we're going to try and make our online, you know, shopping as attractive as possible. Yeah, yeah. And it's often cheaper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. For them to, to operate like that, especially during these times. Yeah. So if, if we so for our small business listeners right now, the retailers and and our midsize companies, even, you know, some of the takeaways already that you're seeing from John is one, uh, you can expect more of the same in December that you saw over the Thanksgiving weekend. You know, it will uh, online will continue to outperform in-store shopping. And, you know, hopefully you have tested your website. You test it every day from a customer's point of view, make sure all the links are working, 
Make sure your 800 number is accessible. Uh, make sure that it looks good from any device, mobile phone, iPad, desktop, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, we, we, no, we talk that, about that's that. That's good. I mean, I've seen so many bad iPhone experiences right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you know what? It's amazing, uh, John. Like, it's, it's one of the things that business owners for, forget is to look at their consumer experience or customer experience from their customer's point of view. So call that 800 number, visit your website, make sure you do it from different devices. Um, check out what the return policy looks like. Call up and say, oh, I've got to return an item. You know, how easy or hard do you make it? Because you, you got to imagine like every angle that a customer might have. And if they have a bad experience with you, they're going to tell all their friends. I mean, just think about it. I'm just thinking about like when we first met, like maybe 15, 16, you know, we were at an event and the buzzword back then was mobile first. Yeah. And I mean, just think of how first mobile is now. Right. Right. You know, you've got to check out your site on mobile. Can I get to the cart with a smooth process on mobile? Because more than 50% now are coming that way. Yeah. And, and what happens, John, when 5G gets here? Oh, it's on. <laughs> right? Right? Because you're going to be able to deliver a much richer experience. It's it's going it's going to be completely and I hate to say this word but game changing. Yeah. I mean, the 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 speed at which you can get stuff you know through your phone you know oh you need to buy something you need to send something everything's going to be done on your phone. Yeah, absolutely. So on your watch. Let, let, yeah, right, Dick Tracy. <laughs> That's a throwback to the future. Yes, it is. Um, okay. One thing we didn't talk about, well, we, we, we talked about consumer demand a little bit, but there are some things that concern me as I look to December numbers. And that is, you know, we have 20 million Americans on unemployment right now, 12 million Americans, the extended unemployment benefits are going to run out at the end of the month. There's continued talk of, of some layoffs and, and consumers are skittish. They don't feel as good now about their financial situation as they did in September. I think everybody thought there was going to be that fourth stimulus package. And, you know, all of a sudden the Treasury Secretary turns around, he pulls it off the table. Mm. And, and so I think the earliest we can expect something is probably February. February. So, so what, happens, what happens with consumer demand now? I mean, will it be there to support the efforts of the small business retailers? Man, I, some, you know, <laughs> definitely some. Yeah. But I don't know when it's going to, when the good, the good feeling's going to run out. It probably won't happen until after the holidays, mm -hmm. you know, just because that's the way we are. So we'll spend less, we'll get through the holidays and we'll, go into what I love to call return you with. And so watch out because we're going to have to risk return you with. Yeah. Uh, that's a great now. word. Did you coin that word? <laughs> yes. On this podcast. All right. All right. Good enough. I, I'm giving you credit. Return I might as well own it. I don't know where I heard it, but I did hear it somewhere. 
right. And I was that's like, great. oh, yeah, that's a good one. But you're right. You're right. I think you know, you're going to wake up. People are going to wake up in January and realize that you yeah, know, what you I know. things are still a little bit tough. Yeah. You know, and again, these are predictions. So we're not, you know, we're not rocket scientists. We're not economists. Uh, we just we see what we see and we hear what we hear. And right. and, you know, I hope that uh, obviously I'm hoping for the best. Um, I know one one group of people who are pretty happy, and that's shippers, right? FedEx, UPS, U.S. Postal Service. They are all talking about much higher volume uh, expectations right. this year than in years past, obviously due to the fact that everybody's ordering stuff online. What, what can you tell our listeners, the small retailers, um, that what can you tell them to do to make sure that their packages ar- arrive on time or that they get the inventory that they need to fulfill their orders? Yeah, you know what? Here's what's happening. Since March, just think about this, guys. Since March, the delivery industry has been operating as if it were Black Friday. Yeah. In terms of the volume of packages that they're delivering. So now we're going into and just coming out of the real Black Friday and going into that holiday season, their volume is going to be amazingly high. UPS is hiring like 39,000 people. Um, uh, it did like 100,000 additional seasonal employees. FedEx is hiring like 70,000. Yeah, I remember uh, Amazon hired like uh, almost, I don't remember how many, Hundred thousand, also, yeah, one fell swoop in one month, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and they've doubled overall from like 1.2 million to over two million or two and a half million people in terms of employees. So, what's, what's about to happen <laughs> is there's going to be so much volume that if we are not careful in our messaging and our expectations that we put out there to our customers, they're not going to be happy with the delivery option that they're going to get. So there are a couple of dates you want to look out for, for cutoff dates. So look for December 18th. I think that is the last day, the very last day, you can really put a package in and get it delivered by Christmas, in my opinion, safely. So that gives you six days, right? Yeah, yeah. So it will hopefully get there on Christmas Eve, which is going to be a Thursday. Yep. Yeah. So that Friday before Christmas will probably, you need to let everybody know. Now I would move into Monday and then say you can get two day express on Monday, possibly Tuesday because you can get it there on Thursday. But if I have a large volume and I think a lot of people are going to be trying to pull that one off, I'd try to stay away from Tuesday as being my cutoff day for two days. That's know? great advice. Yeah. And, you know, I remember reading, I think the the capacity right now for the big three shippers is something like 79 million packages. And right now, this was probably three weeks ago, they're operating at about 86 million or they're expecting to operate about 86 million packages a day. So there'll be seven million over capacity. Hmm. Already, and, yeah, and that, and so that's that's something you definitely want to take into consideration. Well, 
Here's the caveat. Because uh-huh. I have new great news for them uh-huh. is that UPS, FedEx, and the post office have what are called surge price premiums for right. the holidays. So in past years, you know, it was very modest for per shipment uh-huh. charges. And a lot of it, you know, they wouldn't pass on to the consumer but or the customers. But I think these surcharges could increase and some of them can go up to like $5 a shipment. So watch out for surge pricing premiums and yeah. know what the issues are there and tread light. Well, now here's a great opportunity to plug uh, SendPro online. <laughs> they they have, I love their product and I use their product. It's, uh, you know, Pitney Bowes SendPro online. You can look at, you know, you type in, if I type in your address and I want to send you something, I'll be able to see pricing from all three shippers on one screen. And I want to send it ground, air, next day. You know, you can you can see all of the pricing and which one's the least expensive. So that, and, you know, then of course you can schedule them to have it picked up at your home or your office. So it saves you time and money. And I love that. And and actually I would, I would tell people, and I have been telling people about, about that, whether they were a sponsor or not because I love saving our listeners time and money. So check them out. Sendpro.com is the address. All right. Let's, let's, we're in the home stretch right now. So let's, let's talk about, I I know you have some great tips that you like to share with business owners about just how to make the most of whatever situation they're in, right? So whether you're, you're doing business globally, I know you speak around the world, but you know, doing business globally, doing business locally. What, what are some tips you can give to retail business owners? And we've given them a lot already, yeah. uh, but to make the most of the upcoming holidays, what would you say to them? Okay, three things. Three things. In-person interaction, right, are putting things in uh, perspective. So you really want to make sure that you have new protocols to make things safe. And I'm doing air quotes. Great. Great tip. That's number one with a bullet. Absolutely. And then make sure you use that in your market. Mm -hmm. All right. The keyword uh, for the bonuses for this year is contactless, whether it be for in-store pickup or delivery. Use that word. That gives people that safety feel. Contactless pickup and delivery. Contactless pickup, contactless delivery. Love Even it. though it's already contactless delivery, saying yeah. that is a bonus, right? Absolutely. UPS, it's contactless delivery. <laughs> when was the last time you had a contact? Feel me? But it's just a marketing thing. All right. And then show appreciation for your workers because they're really keeping your business going and taking some risk by being there. And then, of course, uh, translate that to your customer and their. Um, the appreciation you're showing to them will translate to that interaction with that customer. So we love our customers. Thanks for coming. We love our workers. Thanks for being here. And again, these are things that you can leverage in your social game to show people why they should shop with you. Fantastic advice. I love it. Yeah. Uh, You know what? That's right there. You are the difference between somebody succeeding and somebody failing this month. I believe Mm -hmm. that. You know, and let me, I'll add one thing too, uh, friends and family, you know, don't, don't forget about using the friends and family, 
you know, to promote your business to people. Um, and, and as you said, when you thank your customers, you know, a good customer becomes an advocate. A great customer becomes an ambassador for your brand. And they're, they're out there. And, and I think this year, more than any year in previous memory, people want to support small business owners mm-hmm. because they know they what they do. They know what they're going through. And they know that, you know, their future hangs in the balance. So I think that that especially rings true this year. Um, so, you know, they're actively looking to support your business. Give them half a dozen reasons why they should. Perfect. Hey, and I'll tell you what, here's a bonus tip. Send out Christmas cards. Yeah. I'm serious. Right. Ain't nobody doing that right now. Go for it. There you go. And you send pro online because you get discounts to the office. Booyah. So there you go. John, this is great. Seriously. Uh, You know, you are truly the savviest man in social media and for retail and e-commerce. So I thank you. My listeners, thank you. Um, I'll put in the resources at the bottom of this podcast, how people can get in touch with you. But is there anything that we can shamelessly plug for you that you're working on or that uh, maybe you want people to know about? You know, it's, I'm just going to tell you, man, I wrote a book years ago and I don't know why, but over the last few days, I've been getting a lot of uh, people coming in and saying, man, this is a good book. I haven't read this book before, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, go out, grab my book. Uh, it's on Amazon, of course. It's called Kick-Ass Social Commerce for epreneurs, it will change the marketing you do in your business. Guaranteed. Do you, do you have copies with you? I do. All right, let's do this. Let's put them in my pocket. Let, let's for for we'll do it. For, let's say um, five five listeners right now. You 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 come back with your biggest takeaway from today's podcast, and John and I are going to send you an autographed copy of his book. Kick-ass social commerce for epreneurs. There you go. Tell us, uh, John and I, you can, you can find us on Twitter. You can, you can email me at brian at so, uh, smallbusinessedge.com. But say you listen to the podcast. Here's my biggest takeaway. Send me a copy of John's book. Autographed, no less. So, um, okay, with that, John, again, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you for sharing your wisdom with business owners. I think you can make a difference with some of our listeners, certainly who are every day, you know, fighting to find any advantage they can in reaching customers and connecting with them. So we appreciate it. Uh, I hope you have a, a pleasant month. I look forward to seeing you more in 2021 and hopefully in person. I want to thank uh, Pitney Bowes SendPro Online for being our sponsor for the entire week. Thank you for recognizing small business owners, small business retailers, and supporting all their efforts. And with everybody else, I look forward to your continued feedback, your questions, and helping you achieve your goals this year and finish 2020 strong. All right, everybody, have a great day, and we will catch up soon. Take care. You've been listening to the Small Business Edge podcast with Brian Moran, sponsored by Pitney Bowes. Please visit our website, smallbusinessedge.com, for a listing of future podcasts.